Hello world, I'm John Laws. What's on your mind, Australia? Give us a call. Tell us all about it. one 564 is the number that you dial. If you'd like to send a text message, 0458-049-209. Got it? 0458-049-209. On this uh, Thursday morning already. Gosh, this week's gone. 13th day of October. Give us a call, one three hundred five six four six five two. A little used to save information before you call. Animals' yawns are based on how large their brain is. The bigger the brain, the longer the yawn. Right, one three hundred five six four six five two. Thursday morning, October thirteenth. I think I might have my friend Stephen on the line there somewhere. Stephen, are you there? Yes, John. Well, how good to hear from you, Stephen. Are you well and happy? I am well and happy, John. You sent me a lovely card, Stephen. Did I? You did indeed. Yeah, I've got it right here in front of me. It says "Merry Christmas," and then. To John, I love your show from your mate Stephen. Yes, that's correct. That is correct, and it was very nice of you, Stephen, to send me such a nice card. It's a lovely card. Uh, I hope you enjoyed your holiday, John. I did enjoy my holiday. I did enjoy it. I enjoyed it very much, Stephen. I'm very lucky to be able to have holidays like that, so I'm grateful when they come around. Now, what have you been up to? Have you been having a good time? Oh, yes, John, I'm getting ready for Christmas. Yeah, well, Christmas is a big time, isn't it? Oh, it certainly is. All together, how many... You how, do something for me. Beg your pardon? I want you to do something for me. Okay, well, you tell me you what you want me to do. If I can do it, I'll do it. I want you to send me a, a pudding for Christmas. <laughs> a Christmas pudding? Yes. <laughs> Well, I might have to make one. I don't think I've got any at the moment, but I'm sure I'll find one somewhere else. Of course, of course I'll send you a Christmas pudding. Oh, that's lovely, John. I'm not quite sure when you'll get it, but you'll certainly get it before Christmas. OK, then, John, you're, you're a good man, you are. <laughs> well, so long as you think so, Stephen, that's the main thing. Thank you. And I saw Greg the Wiggle the other day, too. Uh, did you? Well, you were lucky. Yes, I saw him and I got a photo of him. How's Greg going? Yes. How's he going? Is he well? Yeah, he's going good, John. Well, that's, I'm happy to hear that. That's wonderful. He's the yellow wiggle, isn't he? That's correct. Yeah. All right, mate. Well, I'd better go now. Okay, then, John. It's nice to talk to you and I hope you enjoyed your holiday and that. I did enjoy my holiday, but I'm very glad to be back because I love Australia. Oh, that's good, John. You keep the good work up. <laughs> I'll do my best for you, Stephen. I'll do my best. Oh, he's such a nice man. 
He really is. Stephen, we know him well. Who said this? I'll read it to you. My husband died and afterwards I couldn't even look at another man for almost 20 years. But now that I'm out of prison, I can say it was worth it. Whoever sent that, that's clever. I like that kind of funny. It's a good one. one three hundred five six four six five two. our telephone number if you'd like to give us a call. Uh, oh, Leone. Good morning, Leone. Yes, good morning, John. Good morning, Leone. Yeah, look, I'm glad that you could enjoy your time too with friends in Italy. Yeah, well, I did. I had a lovely time. I had a lovely, lovely time. Very good. Yeah, look, our poor farmers, I think, would be getting sick of all the restrictions to do with theories on climate change. And we've been hearing about a methane tax now on cattle. It's like Alexandra Marshall. She writes for Spectator magazine. She's well-researched. A couple of weeks ago, she said, climate action, carpet footprint policy, such as used in New Zealand, is a, a rort. But, yeah, look, we know the World Economic Forum is wanting everyone to get away from eating meat. So this is just another attempt at that. Why do you think that the World Economic Forum wants people to stop eating meat? Look, it's just another way of controlling people and controlling the food. I mean, they've already started those silly insect-producing places so that they want people to get their protein from insects instead. But another thing, just to do with the World Economic Forum and and where they're, they're wanting to go with things... Henry Kissinger, um, and he's given advice to Klaus Schwab of the World Economic Forum. One of his sayings was, who controls the food supply controls the people, who controls the energy can control whole continents, who controls the money can control the world. So they do have um, agendas of, of wanting to get this one world control. And actually Prince Charles, or when he was Prince Charles, uh, this, this is pretty extreme stuff you're dishing out here, Leone. Oh, it's, it's, I'm not dishing it out, I'm just bringing it to light. A lot of other people can see it as well. Um, uh, well, you are dishing it out. I mean, you're telling me about it and you're telling a hell of a lot of people who are listening. It's right-wing rubbish. Uh, well, when it all happens, John, I suppose it'll become clearer, but a lot of people can see it now already. Yes, you've got to be careful what you hear on Talkback Radio, even this Talkback Radio. I mean, uh, people offer all sorts of wonderful stories on talk radio, but they can't, uh, they can't verify many of them. So you, you get a lot of nonsense. You get a lot of nonsense. Look at that silly Alex Jones. Who, he's, now, he's now been uh, uh, made to, to pay something like a billion dollars in damages for the damage he did through talkback radio. So I think you've got to be very careful what you listen to on talkback radio, including this. Yes, no, I mean, I haven't been listening to Alex Jones. And, like, you might buy the newspapers, John, and read different articles that's happening. But um, just the last thing to, to finish on, John, like, there's many people concerned the way the world's headed. And I think it's a good reminder that people need to listen to what God's lovingly warned about because the Bible said, how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? And that salvation is God providing Jesus to take the punishment for our sins so that when each of us stand before God, if we've humbly repented and accepted the gift of forgiveness that he offers, we'll be saved. And that's amazing grace. I see. All right, Leone, you've said it. Again, 
Leone says uh, pretty much the same thing over and over again, but she believes it. Pretty boring, really. Give us a call, tell us what's on you, isn't it? Yeah. I thought it was pretty boring. one three hundred five. that's why I should play them before I play them, if you know what I mean. Okay. Uh, Hugh Jackman's 54 today. Happy birthday, Hugh. Okay, tell me what is on your mind. one three hundred five six four six five two. A couple of texts here. One, Anthony from Bondi. The World Economic Forum doesn't have the power. Leone and other conspiratorists have gifted to it. It's merely a conference where world leader hobnob and trade influence. They come out with ideals that, and that's it. Most of their ideas have, uh, have not been implemented. Signed Anthony from Bondi. John Leone isn't just a Christian with her beliefs in God. She's a conspiracy theorist, thinking vaccines are killing people. We're all going to be eating insects and all the other wacko theories. If she wants to give Christianity credibility, she should stop representing all the other crazy stuff. Regards, Chris. Right, Chris. One three hundred five six four six five two. Our telephone number, if you'd like to give us a call. Craig, are you there? Good morning, John. Uh, regarding rising electricity prices, a uh, very apt cartoon by Warren Brown on page 21 of the Daily Telegraph. Hang, hang on a minute. Speak a little more clearly. You're mumbling there. I uh, say, so regarding soaring electricity prices, a very apt cartoon by Warren Brown on page 21 of the Daily Telegraph today. Yes, OK. His HSE exam on electricity. Okay, go ahead. So what do you want to say about it? Well, brace yourselves, Australians. I say you're in for some hard labour. I say you're in for in a world of hurt, a world of pain. I say, yeah. It's very hard to understand what you're saying. I don't know whether your voice is muffled or whether you've got a funny telephone or whether you've got a problem with your throat. Have you got a throat problem? Can you hear me now? That's a little bit better, yes. And another thing, John, I think Dave Warner is the man to lead Australia's ODI team. You do? Yes, and I think it'll happen. You think it will happen? Yes, I do. If I was a betting man, which I am, I'd say it's about two to one on. Yes, I'm looking at this uh, at this uh, Warren Brown page. Day one of the HSC didn't get yes, I've, I've got that. Okay, I've seen that. Now, what what did you say about Dave Warner? He has captained the Sunrise's Hyderabad to success in the Indian Premier League, John. Say that again. I beg your pardon. Your voice is very hard to comprehend sometimes. Go on, say that again. He was a captain in the IPL. The what? In the IPL, in the Indian Premier League. Yeah. He's a winner, John. And as I said, uh, if I was a betting man, I'd be betting that uh, Cricket Australia will back him to the hill. OK, well, if he's worthwhile, I hope they do. Oop, he's gone. Sick of all that. No, so am I. Anyway, time will tell, so we've got to wait and see, haven't we? But you're a funny fellow to hang up like that. A couple of... Uh, oh, this is interesting. Uh, hi, John. I've listened to you for many years, but this morning I lost any respect for you. You stated... Oh, come on. Am I to believe this? You stated that Alan Jones has to pay billions for destroying talkback radio. 
Alan was the person by a mile with the most knowledge and relationships of any public commentator. Sounds like you're just a cranky and jealous old man. Stan, you moron. We were talking about Alex Jones. Not Alan Jones. Alan is a friend of mine. Alan was the person by a mile with the most knowledge and relationships of any public commentator. Well, that's arguable to begin with. And that is really arguable to begin with. I mean, I've been around doing it for 70 years, Stan. You're the moron, really. And we were talking about Alex Jones, not Alan Jones. (laughs) Are you going to write me an apology? I won't hold my breath. People like you really, really piss me off. Okay, one three hundred five six four six five two, our telephone number. Uh, Elizabeth, are you there? I'm here. Hello, Elizabeth. Good morning. How are you? I'm very well, thank you, Elizabeth. How are you? I'm well, but why? Why didn't you ever become prime minister? Oh, what? <laughs> yep. What did you say? These geeks we've got hanging about, why didn't you ever become Prime Minister of this country? Because I never entered politics to begin with, and I never thought of being Prime Minister of the country. It's the furthest thing from my mind. Sorry, John, but I just... We're in trouble. Why do you think I would be a good Prime Minister? Because you speak your mind. Because I what? You speak your mind. I do that, yes. Um, We've had a couple of good ones, but we need somebody strong. Who were the good ones? I'm National Party member, so... Yeah, I... Yeah. All right, uh, my dear Elizabeth, have we got anything else to say to each other? There's other other people with more important things to say and hopefully not bloody rugby league or what. Rugby league or what, did you say? Yeah. The football, go away. Our country's more important. <laughs> if you believe so. Thank you very much for the call, Elizabeth. I have no idea what it was about, but thank you for it nonetheless. I just put Vegemite on one of the switches, and now I can't get it off. Somebody got a... Oh, hang on. Tissue might do it. It's just untidy, John. That's better. Go on. You can't have Vegemite on your switches. Well, I think... Have I got... Dale, are you there? I've got something to tell you. Well, I'm very happy that you got something to tell me. Is it going to be a nice surprise you're going to tell me? I won a Christmas card competition. You won the Christmas card competition? What a wonderful thing. Yeah. Well, isn't that a wonderful thing? I'm the, I'm, I'm the one of the winners. You're the winner. You are the winner. You won the Christmas card competition. That's fav- fantastic. No, no, no. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. Was yours a beautiful Christmas card? Yeah, and I, it, I was a beautiful Christmas card. I did it. I did a good job. I'm sure you did a good job. I'm sure you would have done a good job. Tell me about the Christmas card. Did it have Santa Claus on it? Did it have a Christmas tree on it? What did it have on it? Santa, Santa, and the Christmas tree. 
it had Santa and the Christmas tree. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that must have taken a lot of work to draw both Santa and the Christmas tree. And on a good drawer. I know. I know you are. A, I know. I know you've sent me your cards before. You're a very good drawer. You are. No doubt about that. A very good drawer. Is Santa wearing red? Yes. Yep. Yes. Okay. And what about the tree? Is the tree green? Yes. Well, that's the rabbitos colour, isn't it? Rabbitos colours. Yes, yeah, the rabbitos colours. Mm-hmm. Santa's in red. The tree's green. There, you've got the colours. Well, isn't that wonderful? So you won the competition. Yeah, I want to say I want to say a cheerio card to my family. Yeah, but one is one is one is say hello to Jody and Jody and Mary and Karen. Okay, so to Jody and Mary and Karen. Yeah, Jody and Mary and Karen. Enlisting. Benchtown. Okay, well they're all, they're listening, they're listening. Anyway, isn't that they'll be very happy you won the competition. And I, I want to sing a song, Bonena. You're going to sing a song. A song, Bonena. Okay, all right. Well, that'll be lovely for Nana. Nana, okay. Yeah, okay. So you you go right ahead. What song are you going to sing for Nana? Dale. Yeah, that's right. Riding back to the old track and track and down the world to come guy. And the moon and the going, the mouth is going to the sunny sky. And my mammy and mommy are waiting for me. And the current comes upon her, but on her so she turned the moon and I want and I've been the back of the water. Gundigai. Very good. That's a lovely old song, isn't it? The Road to Gundagai. Where my daddy and mummy are waiting for me and the pals of my childhood once more will I see. Yes. And no more will I roam because I'm heading right for home along the road to Gundagai. It's a good old song, that. Very good old song. Yeah. Now tell me this. What are you going to do on the weekend? What have you got planned? Someone's last someone's last day today. Ken's moving to another house. Oh, really? She Karen is going to be moving to another house? Ken, Ken, in the wheelchair. Oh, Ken, in the wheelchair. Yeah. He's going to another house. Well, they pr- it's probably a better house for him with a wheelchair. You're going to miss him. Yeah, Dale's going to miss him. Dale's going to be missing, yes. Yeah, anyway, I'm sure he won't be far away. You'll be able to talk to him on the telephone, maybe. Maybe on the telephone. Maybe. Yeah, maybe you can do that. Uh, may I, when Jody give me a call, tell Jody we give me a call tonight. I want to talk to her tonight. Who do you want to talk to? Jody. Yeah, my auntie. My auntie Jody. Okay, Jody, if you happen to be listening, uh, Jody, would you give him a call tonight? Dale would like to hear from you, Jody, if you could give him a ring tonight. Tonight. Yeah, that'd be good. All right, mate. Will you have a lovely weekend? And uh, yeah. go, go on. What, Dale? What were you going to say? Uh, yes. Yeah, I think we've run out of puff with Dale. All right, mate. Will you have a lovely, lovely weekend? And say hello to Father Adam for me, won't you? Yes. Tell Father Adam I hope he's well and happy. 
I want to draw you a picture. I want to draw you a picture. I'd love you to draw me a picture. I, you sometimes draw me pictures and they're beautiful. I keep them all. I love drawing you a picture. All right. Well, I'd love, I'd love a new picture. If you could draw me a new picture, I'd be very, very happy. Okay. I'll draw you. Oh, when are you going to draw? Draw a picture of... Uh, I'll draw a picture of Mary Poppins. Yeah. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. Picture of Mary Poppins. That'd be very good. You put it on the wall. John will put it on the wall. Yeah, I'll put it on the wall. We'll put it on the wall in the studio, except we haven't got a wall. All right, mate. Well, you be a good fella and have a lovely, lovely weekend and uh, sing a lot of songs, make people happy, and you and I can talk to each other again next week, huh? You know I won a colouring competition now. John knows. Yeah, I know. You won the colouring competition because you're very good at that. You are. You're very, very good at that. There's no doubt about it. All right, mate. Well, you have a lovely weekend. Tell Father Adam I said hello, and we'll talk to each other again next week, huh? Tell, tell the whole of Australia. Don't want the competition. Tell the whole of Australia. The whole of Australia, while you are listening, Dale won the colouring in competition because his was the best. The was the best. Tell me. Was, yeah, I've told him, mate. I've told him. Dale's was the best, so he won the competition. You are. Dale was the best. That's it. That's it. Very important. All right, Dale, we'll have a lovely, lovely weekend. Don't forget to tell Father Adam that I said hello, and we'll talk to each other next week. I'll talk to you next week. John said, so when, you say, when, when you say Father, John said hello. Yes, don't forget that. That's very important. Very important. Okay. Thank you very much for talking to me, Dale, and I hope we'll talk to each other again next week. But in the meantime, you have a happy time, sing a lot of songs, and make a lot of people happy. Yes, yes, okay. All right, Dale, bye-bye, mate. Bye-bye, John, bye-bye, John, bye-bye. Bye-bye, Dale. Tell us what's on your mind, one three hundred five six four six five two. If you would like to give us a call and tell us what's on your mind, pick up the telephone, dial the number and tell us all about it. One three hundred five six four six five two. Who have we got? John, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, John, what do you want to talk about? Uh, the Bali bombings. About what do you want to talk about, the, the Bali bombing? Well, um, I got married in 81 and we went to Bali... Cuda, and um, I rode the motorbike down the beach one afternoon, and a fella in a black suit, a local fella, come over to me and said, we don't like the football that's coming over here, there's going to be trouble. Don't like the football? The footballers, yeah. Rugby league players. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you've got to remember the bombings didn't happen until 30 years later. I mean, you can hardly associate the two incidents, can you? Well, uh, yeah. Well, um, a mate, um, mate from the south coast, yeah, he was going to Sumatra, and um, he said, do you want to come with me? And I, I said, yeah, and that was in uh, 92. Yeah. Why are you telling us about it now, John? What suddenly caused the penny to drop? Yeah. Um, yeah. We went up to Sumatra, and anyway... Um, we're in um, Malaysia, and um, and we were told and we were told to um, stay in the motel. We weren't allowed to go out. He said the, the fella at the motel said someone big's in town. Anyway, so I I, I 
just ignored them. And I, I went out, and um, I got fronted by five five fellas. One was an Arab-looking fella, dressed in Arab sort of clothes, and they, they go, are you an American? I went. But, but tell me, who told you that, uh, who was trying to give you these orders? Um, well, it sort of, from there, it looked like Osama bin Laden, yeah. And there was five of them. There was one Arab and, and a few others. I, I didn't look at them real careful because they said, are you an American? And I said, no, I'm Australian, you know. And they go, we're killing Americans. And then I ended up getting the train back to Singapore and we'll go and pass the Twin Towers in Kuala Lumpur and the fellow, the young guy that was on the train that looked after the carriage, I was looking out the window of the Twin Towers and he come over and he said, oh, one day our Twin Towers are going to be the biggest. I see. Yeah. I... <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah. I, I still don't understand why you're telling me all this so far after the fact. Huh? Oh. I think that's the answer, isn't it? 90. It's called talk for the sake of talking. No, yeah, exactly. Okay, you can wake up now, people. Wake up. Okay, don't worry, it's gone. Anyway, it is that I must leave you now, and I do hope that you enjoy the remains of the day. I thank you for listening. And uh, you be kind to each other. Let me be a little kinder. Let me be a little blinder to the faults of those about me. Let me praise a little more. Let me be when I'm weary, just a little bit more cheery. Thank you.